Hello, and welcome to Conundrum, a series of short stories written by John Lenyap, read by GK. Enjoy. Book six, The Choice. The old fisherman told Dana that fishing was good near the big rock. The big rock was a large boulder in the middle of the river. The Native Americans called it chisaning. For some reason, the fish just seemed to congregate there, said the old fisherman. All you have to do is bait your hook and drop it in the water. What about the whirlpool? The man behind the desk asked. I heard it can suck a small boat under in minutes. Yep. There's a small whirlpool right in front of the big rock where it splits the river. But it's just a legend about it, sucking boats under, said the old fisherman. There are anchored buoys 20 yards around the big rock to let you know that you're getting too close. Stay outside the buoys and you'll be just fine, he said. Will do, said Dana, and thanks for the fishing tip. My pleasure, said the old fisherman. Dana and Mr. York loved the outdoors. Hiking and fishing was how they spent their time away from work. When their nine-year-old fraternal twins, Megan and Michael, first started walking, they hit the trail right next to their mom and dad. Once a year during Dana's two-week vacation, they would go camping along one of Michigan's many rivers. Dana and Misty would load up their mountain bikes along with camping and fishing gear and fit it all into their 1990 Nissan Pathfinder. Hitch up the boat trailer with their vintage 14-foot aluminum fishing boat that Dana bought from his Uncle Max. Then they would load up and secure the kids and be on their way. The state of Michigan has many wild and scenic rivers. So months before Dana and Misty set out on their camping trip, they would get together to decide which river they would visit. This year, they settled on a section of the Sturgeon River that runs through Gaylord. It only takes about an hour and 20 minutes to drive from their hometown of Traverse City to Gaylord. Regardless of the distance that's needed to travel to their destination, they know there will be cries of, are we there yet? From the twins. Recently, the town of Gaylord completed a major renovation to their in-town shopping and dining, making it an attraction on its own. With its one-of-a-kind shops and boutiques, restaurants, craft beer and microbrews, it has become a unique attraction for the entire family. Arriving in Gaylord, the York family lodged at the Waters Inn and spent the first two days of their vacation checking out the attractions. Megan and Michael took advantage of this time to go ice skating at the county sportsplex. Misty joined the kids while Dana, who never learned to ice skate, stood on the sidelines. From time to time, he would shout out, shout out to Misty, do a sit spin, honey. Megan and Michael tried to imitate their mother's move, but they would usually end up on their bottoms, much to the amusement and laughter of Dana and Misty. On day three, they headed to the Gaylord KOA Holiday Campgrounds. 
Dana stopped at the campground offices and paid for three days in advance. Then he drove around till he found a fairly secluded area near the river and parked. With a little help from the kids, Dana and Misty unpacked the camping equipment. While Dana pitched the tent, Misty cleared a space and set up the two rocket stoves and camping chairs. When Dana took the twins' mountain bikes off the rack, they grabbed them and rode around and around the campsite. Once everything was out of the vehicle, they called the kids to them and went over the camping safety procedures. Then the four of them went on a short hike that led them back to the campground offices. While they were there, Dana inquired about good fishing spots on the river. Just as he was asking the man behind the desk about good fishing spots, an older man walked out of the restroom. Hearing what Dana had asked, the older man walked up to Dana and said, I've fished this part of the river for 10 years. If you want to get a good catch of fish, go out by the big rock. That evening after the kids were asleep, Dana and Misty sat around the campfire drinking beers they had gotten from one of the breweries in town. Gulping down a swallow, Dana said, that's pretty good to say it's microbrewed. Not bad at all, Misty said. Let's remember to pick up a case to take back home with us. You bet, said Dana. After a few more beers, Dana said, come on, babe, let's turn in. The next morning after breakfast, Dana backed his fishing boat down to the shore of the river. Using a long rope, he ties, off the, off, ties the boat off to the bumper of the Pathfinder. Then he unhitches the boat from the trailer and pulled forward. The boat slides off the trailer and onto the water. He quickly gets out of his vehicle and grabs the rope and ties it off to the nearest tree. Then he drives his vehicle back to the campsite. Getting out of his vehicle, he asks, who wants to catch some fish this morning? I do, I do, I do, the twins scream. Okay, then put on your vest and your helmets and let's go. The four of them walk down to the shore. Dana and the twins climb into the boat and sit down. Misty unties the rope, loops it around a few times and hands it to Dana. Then she gives the boat a shove and sends it away from the shore. Be careful, fellas, she said. We will, honey, said Dana. See you in a little while. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom, the twins said. Dana pulls the cord on the 7.5 outboard motor, and it starts to hum. He grabs the steering handle, turns it to the left, and heads out into the river. Following the directions of the old fisherman, Dana heads toward the big rock. As they roll along, the, the twins begin to sing, If You're Happy and You Know It. Dana joins in on the second verse. After a while, Dana sees the big rock in the distance. As he gets closer, he sees the anchored buoys. He shuts off the motor and coasts to a stop. Then he drops the grappling boat anchor. He picks up the twins' fishing rods and baits the hook. He gives Megan her rod, then he gives Michael his rod. The kids lower their hooks into the water. About the time Dana puts bait on his hook, Michael gets a bite on his line and he pulls up on his rod. The fish struggles as Michael reels it in. 
Then Megan gets a bite. Dana thinks to himself, the old fisherman wasn't joking about fishing near the big rock. After Dana secures the twins catch, he finally gets a chance to lower his hook in the, into the water. Soon he gets his first catch of the day. Suddenly, a strong gust of wind gets Dana's attention. He looks up toward the eastern sky and sees dark gray clouds in the distance. He tells the twins to reel in their lines and to set the rods on the bottom of the boat. Then he turns toward the motor and snatches on the cord. The motor doesn't start. He tries again and again, but the motor still doesn't start. The wind grows stronger and lightning flashes overhead followed by thunder within seconds. Dana can see that the twins are frightened. Then the rain comes, hard. The wind causes the river to turn rough. The combination of the strong wind and water pushes the boat toward the big rock. Dana grabs the oars and starts to row against the wind and water, but it doesn't help. The boat approaches one of the buoys. Just before the boat hits the buoy, the twins stand up and try to reach their father. As the boat hits the buoy, the boat, the boat tilts and the twins fall overboard. Their life vests cause them to float. They try to swim toward the boat, but the wind-driven water has caused the whirlpool to triple in size and it is pulling the twins to it. Dana quickly pulls up the anchor, the anchor and attaches it to the buoy to stop the boat. The twins are getting closer and closer to the vortex. Dana picks up the life preserver ring and prepares to throw it. But he can save only one of them. But which one? He cries out, God help me. Conundrum. A series of short stories written by John Lanyap will return next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening.